Welcome back to another Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Keefe. Today's podcast is an interview with Chris from Mailstorm. Check it out. I'm the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. Welcome to Chris from Mailstorm. Chris, how are you doing today? I am doing great. It's 11 a.m. and I'm two beers in, having a good day on having phone calls and getting drunk. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, I'm jealous. Um, congratulations. New album is Curse of the Crystal Coconut, Napalm Records. Fantastic, fantastic job. A lot of fun. Um, you know, what I love about the band, first and foremost, is, you know, everything has, you know, life is very sad and difficult in 2020. But, you know, you have a band like Ailstorm can definitely put a smile on your face no matter what the circumstances of your life is. Yeah, that's um, it's our number one thing in this band is we're just here to make fun music to be happy with. You know, we're not introspective, sad people. We just, you know, we just want to have fun and make good music. And that's what it all is. You know, it's just a good old party. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, man, lots to unpack on the new record. First of all, again, hilarious, a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of like Ailstorm to the next level, basically, if you're looking at the whole career of like 13, 14 years of the band, I think, maybe more, and uh, six full length, I think. So, you know, at this point, you're not reinventing the wheel. <laughs> no, yeah, we, we've sort of found our, our sound that we want to be. And it's, I guess it gradually evolves as we go, but, you know. We we do like trying new things here and there, like you know the songs like you know Tortuga on this album, which is just you know absolute nonsense, um, <laughs> but it's good nonsense. I think it's probably the best song. I think, but um, uh, you know it's people you know the, people want to hear this sort of thing. We don't want to we don't want to be one of those bands that suddenly changes direction. You know because you know we we've we've got where we are by doing what we do. It's you know, there's no point in us going crazy and changing the sound up. I mean, that's that's why you can start other bands. It's in the future. You can you can start a new band with anyone in the world and you know make some cool songs. So it's yeah, Ailstrom's always gonna sound like Ailstrom. Don't worry about that. <laughs> right on. Um and then I think you know what's really interesting is that I think that uh Fuck with an Anchor on the last record was a real surprise to a lot of people. I think a lot of people discovered the band on that song. And so I'm really glad that you guys didn't try to kind of re you know, you can't really replicate any Ailstorm song. They're all kind of their own little island of you know booze and and fun and pirates so uh, but i like that you guys just kind of didn't you know dwell on that at all and just move on and make a, a whole batch of new new material i mean if anything we we did learn from that song that swearing is big and uh, swearing <laughs> is clever so um yeah we there's definitely a lot more swearing in this uh in this album i think that's that was a barrier we broke with uh Fuck for the anchor, and now it's now it's part of our repertoire. Rep, our repertoire, part of our repertoire, is being this band who just swears because it's funny. You know, it's, it's big and clever, basically. But you know, yeah, we've not tried to write the same song twice. It's there's no point in doing that. You know, it's same thing. People said, "Oh, when are you going to do another another album for dogs?" It's like made that joke. We're not going to do that again. Yeah. There's, there's a couple of dog barks here as a nod to it, but you know, we're not going to make the same joke twice. You know? Right on, right on. Um. I think a fun drinking game for this album would be to count, like, take a shot every time the word fuck or cunt is said, which I think would be amazing. It's, it's, a, it's, it's good. You, you get very drunk. It's definitely our sweariest work, yeah. Uh, I think I'm losing your signal there a little bit. Oh, Are you, no. Can you hear me? I can hear yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a little fuzzy, but it's fine. I think we'll make do. 
Um, yeah, sorry about that. I appreciate it. It's helpful to me because I'm also in the middle of my work day. So no worries. I can, I'm going to edit this all around for podcasts. So moving on, moving on. So yeah, man, um, a couple of really great singles to lead off the record. Uh, I love the Fanny Boss song. I think that's actually one of my favorite tracks so far on the record. Yeah, that one was kind of like the, uh, it was almost like we deliberately tried to write a traditional old-fashioned Dalestorm song, like kind of sound kind of like what we'd used to do on our albums a few years ago. Um, so, you know, cause like, so we have changed a bit since since then, so it's like, right, let's just write a classic Dalestorm song about a, a mighty pirate with a nice, good metal riffing and solos and folk riffs and things. And... Um, yeah, it's 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 a very, it's very much the traditional Ailstorm song. There's, there's some chaos on this album, but that's the uh, that's the the, uh, uh, the the firm solid grounding that anchors it all together. I think. Awesome, I love it. Oh, anchors is that a pun? Um, <laughs> Hoy, hey, um, puns, we've got them. Um, but yeah, man, just a, just such a fun record, and um, I also I I feel like. Um, one of the things that's cool about this record is I, I feel like Ailstorm is such a great band live that it's it's sometimes maybe difficult to translate that incredible energy of a live band to a record. But I feel like this is probably the most like a live that almost could be like a concert record if you piped in the crowd. It's like very fresh and like vibrant feeling like a like you're all in like, I, you know, it almost sounds like you're all in the room together in a way. It's so fresh sounding. Yeah, um, it's uh, we write this music number one to be played live. We, you know, we are a let's face it, we're a professional full time live band. It's what we do is we 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 go and play these shows live, and so it kind of sucks right now that we can't because it's the um, it's, it's the number one thing we're supposed to do is play these songs live, and like so we wrote them with the intention of like this song will sound really cool with a hundred thousand people shouting it back at us. You know, it's a uh, it's the number one thing when we write a riff is like, will this work live? Will this be a cool live song? And for most of this album, I'd say the answer is yes. Um, we'll just, like I say, have to wait a little while before we can really, uh, really find out how it goes. Indeed. Indeed. Tough times, tough times everywhere. But like I said, luckily I think music is going to help uh, get us through. That's my hope. Um, I love uh, wooden leg part two, the woodening. <laughs> Very meta. Very meta title for a very meta song. <clears throat> yeah, that's uh, that was um yeah the first song "Wooden Leg" was on our album uh, yep. uh "Sunset in the Golden Age" in 2014, and that was a uh, no, it was probably our stupidest song at the time. And now we um and, and after that, I spent like the next six years trying to write the sequel. I had this idea of doing a sequel where it's just stupidity, but not stupidity. Take take that stupid song and turn it into this epic symphonic, you know, adventure, but still reuse some of the melodies, some of the lyrics and stuff. And it took me six years to write, but it's finally here, and I'm pretty uh pretty happy with how it's going. It's uh I think a lot of people are gonna like. It. It's probably one of our most advanced songs we've ever done. So uh, you know, it's. It's not your classic Ailstorm and three metal drunken banger, but it, it's it's a good song, that's for sure. Right on. And then uh, I just as a sort of a, a side note, I don't think it's the shortest Ailstorm song, but I really love Shitboat. I don't know why, <laughs> but let's talk about that song for a second because there's a lot of a ways to unpack this track. What, yeah. a, what a song. Yeah, I think Shitboat No Fans is like, it's the pure distilled essence of what works live. And that is swearing sing-along songs and keeping it short and simple um 
Originally, that song had very different lyrics. Uh, they were really, really offensive. Like it was dreadfully offensive. And like I, I wrote the song in five minutes, and sent it to the band. They were like, "Yeah, this song is absolutely awesome. This is the most catchy song ever." But we will go to prison if we release this song. So, um, <laughs> um, so I had to change the lyrics uh, very quickly. Um, but yeah, the new version is. I'm glad we changed it. I'm glad we just didn't throw it away because that would have been what a waste that'd have been. You know, this is like one of the one of these sort of album defining songs. I think um, it's so that'll be good. Um, I, I, I'm really looking forward to playing that one live. It's going to be so stupid. It's just it's all this swearing and just idiocy and eating a bag of dicks. It's just such a, a visceral image, isn't it? It's, it's like it's an underused insult in songs like no one ever says eat a bag of dicks in a song it's always like fuck you and fuck this but eat a bag of dicks that is a real primo insult it's very specific and definitely makes the listener and the insultee the person getting insulted have to think for a second which is even better <laughs> it's i'm not sure it's it obviously it's a it's a very i guess i'd say a common expression it's a, it's a relatively common expression in I guess American English and stuff, but I wonder what, like, say, uh, maybe we can introduce, like, you know, the Germans and the French to this the wonderful uh, world of eating bags of dicks. It'll be a whole new experience for them. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, and all love to Napalm Records in Austria. Anyway, um, and all, my, all all our German fans and friends. But um, I also love that there's like you have many, many anthemic. Ailstorm centric songs, but I really like Pirate Metal Drinking Crew is the essence of like the we are like almost we are Motorhead and we play rock and roll. It is our your defining battle cry in a lot of ways. It's a great track. Um, I almost feel like you if you guys were wrestlers, that would be your walkout song. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like we like doing like a theme tune for ourselves on each album. Like on the last album, we had the song Ailstorm. This time we've got a this one Pirate Metal Drinking Crew. It's kind of like, it's almost like the autobiography of this band. Um, I, I kind of like to take some responsibility for killing folk metal. You know, it used to be this very well-respected genre of you know, bands singing about their heritage and their ancestors. And then bands like us came along and made it be bullshit drinking songs with funny jokes, and we sort of killed the whole genre. And it's kind of that's, that's what the lyrics are about, and also about how much we hate our fans. So it's it's basically it's it's everything rolled into one. I think. Nice. I don't know. I feel like you guys transcended folk metal. Like originally the idea of Ailstorm was like, oh, we're going to live in this folk metal world. And immediately when you hear the music and a lot of beautiful, you know, Celtic imagery and violins and, you know, lilting tunes. And then it's like, oh, we're going to destroy all this at about two seconds of the verse when you hear the lyrics. So I feel like you guys kind of stepped out like ahead of the genre in a way. And folk metal can go on being, you know, for serious fans. Yeah, other like, people who want to have fun can can listen to Ailstorm. That's the thing, you know. We could have we could have tried to be a folk metal band, but like I say, it is a, a dead dying genre. It was like a bit of a fad, I guess, like 10, 15 years ago, when it was kind of cool and new for a band to dress as Vikings and and have a violin player or an accordion. Now, if you see that, it's like, oh god, another one of these fucking bands. You know, no one wants no one wants to see that anymore. It's so unoriginal, so dead. But yeah, there's still those bands just churning out this, you know pagan viking bullshit like that they have no self-awareness about how tired what it is they're doing so um no you like we basically had to, we had to escape that world and that's why we became the stupid band we are today and it's uh, you know it's a much better place to be in it feels more authentic to who we are 
Indeed, indeed. Um, obviously, we talked about just briefly how the world is upside down with this virus and who knows when we're going to get back to shows. And the band has really grown on the concert stage, you know, so it's a big, huge festivals and even, you know, uh, cruises and things. And I don't know when we're going to get all this back. But, it, you know, you know, what is your hope for us getting, you know, I don't I, I think it would be hard to pull off like in the, at this point an Alestorm show at a small club seated social distanced Alestorm <sighs> is going to be tough to do right god that would suck yeah I mean to be honest if I had my way um, if someone said hey do you want to play a show tomorrow I'd say yeah I don't care I just want to get out there and do it you know um, yeah we are a band that relies on the live arena you know playing big crowded shows to a lot of drunk people getting sweaty and arm in arm and singing along and having mosh pits. It's, we're not, we are not a band that works well with a seated audience looking for a distance. It's never going to work. Um, so hopefully, you know, shit goes back to normal soon enough and we can get back to doing what we do best because, you know, this is what we live for. This is the only thing this band is good at is live shows. Um, like this record, it, it's, you know, it's fine to listen to at home, but it, it'll come into its own when you hear the songs live and it becomes like the biggest party on earth. Um, so yeah, like a lot of bands are going to struggle. That's for sure. There's going to be a lot of bands who might just call it a day and say, you know what, fuck this, we can't do this anymore. I mean, because even if you can, you know, keep your band going, if you're not doing stuff, if you're not putting out music and playing shows, you can get forgotten about in instant these days. You know, there's so much music. There's the world is moving so fast that no one cares about a band if they're if you're quiet for like two years, you're dead. You know, that's it. No one cares anymore. So it's gonna. This is this could see a massive switch up in the music industry and how the world works, assuming we ever get back to normal again. Yeah, I have to believe we're going to. I hope sooner or later we do. It seems like, uh, you know, I think the best thing to do is just keep plugging away and keep hopeful and not get sad. But um, I agree. I think the band, your band works so well live. I mean, uh, the first time I saw the rowing thing, it's like, uh, you know, sort of the pirate metal wall of death, except everybody sit down and row. I, yeah. My mind was just blown away. And like, I, you know, I, I guess people can do that at the drive-in in their car, but it's not <laughs> the same as being next to your brother, full of beer, next to somebody physically and doing it all together. You know, like moshing, it's going to be hard to replace that kind of communal activity. Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> I would love to try one of these drive-in shows just for the novelty, but then it would get tiring very quick. So, you know, do it once, then realize it sucks. <laughs> but yeah, we, we, need, we, we, need the, uh, we need the big shows, the big parties, the, the drunk people. You know, you, who's going to get drunk when we've got to drive home? You know, it's going to suck. That's also true. We don't want people getting into accidents. We want everybody to party and pillage responsibly and not, uh, you know, get hurt on the way home nobody wants that but uh yeah any uh any uh, sort of as a final thing just what are you doing and beside press for your new album what are you doing to kind of keep yourself busy and you know sharp in the meantime uh mentally and physically well i'm um you know i'm, I'm always finding creative outlets uh doing stuff like um i go on twitch a lot these days and i stream myself playing the keyboards and writing songs that's kind of fun um I also, uh, I'm also started a new band. It's called uh, Wizard Throne. It's just real sort of like symphonic black metal, but that's going to be my new, uh, my new project for this year. You know, since I've got everyone's at home doing nothing, may as well start a new band. And then, you know, let's hope that, you know, 
the time next year comes around, I'll have an album out. We can maybe play some shows and all that sort of stuff. That'd be quite cool. Um, but we'll see how that goes. You know, it's got to keep busy, keep being creative, come up with new dumb ideas to keep the fans entertained. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, I I know when you say dumb, it's self depreciating, and you're not sincere because you're far from dumb, my friend. But I I appreciate you, and uh, I appreciate Elstorm, and I thank you for this this call and your time, man. Well, it's been my pleasure. Thanks very much. Hang in there, and I'll hopefully see you on stage eventually. Yeah, <laughs> fingers crossed. In eh? the world, right? Yeah, let's go. It'll be, it'll be one day, you know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll get it back. We'll get it back. Thank you, Chris. We'll talk. It's been a pleasure. Cheers, buddy. Sure. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Follow, like, and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts. Also, check out Ghost Cult Magazine on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And finally, check us out at ghostcultmag.com. We're out. Peace.